everyone welcome back to hope for today grab your coffee your tea come sit and join me we're going to study the word of god today and we're going to learn a lesson from the lord he has laid something on my heart that i just hope will be such an encouragement to you today to find purpose in life you ever feel like that you just feel ever feel empty you ever just feel like why am i here what's my purpose maybe you're having a bad day maybe you're having a bad week or a bad month i've been there too i totally get that Sometimes I just scratch my head and I'm like, Lord, what are you doing? Why are you allowing this stuff to happen? And, um, you know, you want to curl up in a, in a little bundle under a blanket and grab your coffee and say enough is enough. And, you know, trying to find hope sometimes in a moment is not always easy. So the question or the statement I want to make to you today, and it's really a question we're going to talk about, is the line behind you. Hmm, interesting topic. So when you get to heaven, when you and I are in heaven, and you're facing the Lord, and he says, turn around and look at the line behind you. What is going to be there? So we're going to be in 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not vain. You know, I recently watched, I think it was Fiona, if I have the name correct, go up the coast and clobber Canada. You know, houses literally taken off the foundation and brought out to sea. Destroyed businesses, homes, cars, schools. I watched Ian do the same thing, go up through Florida, just Georgia and South Carolina, and now up the East Coast, New Jersey and New York. And, you know, it's just um, hit hard. Florida got hit hard. And I looked some of the areas that had hit hard. And you looked at what these houses had looked like. They were mansions, at least to what I own um, or what I live in. And these homes were beautiful. And you see these beautiful cars floating in the water and just going down streets that they shouldn't be on and and people lost everything they lost their homes they lost their their knickknacks in their home the pictures in their home their furniture you know i saw one where the the whole place was demolished the street was you couldn't even tell that there originally was homes and there was one mailbox still standing somebody lived at that place and it, it was interesting because the mailbox had flipped open I don't know how, but there were still letters in the mailbox. And I thought, you know, this person's going to go back and they have no home, but they have letters in the mailbox. Everything they knew was gone. It really made me stop to think about what are we investing in? You know, I have, I was recently talking to someone who was really trying to push me into investing into the stock market and how much money I can make and how quick and fast it would be. And I honestly don't have a mind for that. I wasn't raised in it. My husband's family didn't do this. They weren't raised in it. So I don't quite understand all of this. I'm not an investment person. You know, my husband and I live a very simple, very basic life, a simple budget. We just, that's just the way we are. We're in a sense missionaries on a missionary salary and uh, we're okay with that. We're content with that. There are a lot of people that have invested big bucks in beautiful homes and beautiful cars, beautiful boats, um, investment into the stocks, investment into 
IRAs and, you know, all retirement and all this. But you know what? And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Listen, if the Lord has blessed you and he's given you a beautiful home, go for it. And as long as you're using what you have for the Lord, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. If you invested in the stocks and have made money, I know plenty of people that have done and take some of that money and give it back to the Lord's work. I think that's wonderful. But what I really want to impress upon you today is what are you investing in? I hope it's the lives of people and not stuff here on the earth. You know, there is a song that says people need the Lord. In my son's church, my son is an associate pastor of a church and the senior pastor, the lead pastor, one of their motto, I shouldn't say one of, their main motto, their main theme of the church is, where's your one? And they will ask you, where's your one? Meaning, bring your one to church. Who's the one person that you know that God has put in your life that needs the Lord Jesus Christ? Whether it's to bring them back to the Lord, to introduce them to the Lord, to help them grow in the Lord. Their theme is, where's the one? You know, the Bible talks about how the Lord would leave the 99 for that one. Who is the one in your life that you need to invest in? Have you been so busy investing in a home, in a car, in a bank account, in things of this earth? You know, we all sang the song when we were kids in Sunday school, a wise man builds his house upon a rock and a foolish man builds his house upon the sand. These beautiful mansions were built on an island on sandy beaches that with could withhold the hurricane winds. And Ian came up that coast. God's hand came up that coast. God have, could have prevented it. Here's purpose. Why, Lord, why would you have allowed that? I don't know. I don't know why the Lord would allow that. We would think this is terrible. How could God destroy homes and developments and, and you know, families have lost everything. Lord, why would you allow that? I don't know. We talked last week about painting the fence. Here's a situation of, I can question the Lord. I don't know why he allowed it, but I have to do what he's called me to do and paint the fence in spite of not understanding why he has allowed certain things. Where are you with investing today? What are you investing in, people or things? Listen, when you get to heaven and you stand before the Lord, and he says, Lynn Wilson, I want you to put your name in in replace of mine. I want you to look behind you and you go like this. Will there be anyone behind you? Boy, that kind of brings a tear to my eye. Have I invested in lives? This world is lost, it's crazy, it's nuts. Ever since 2020, nothing is normal. If there was ever a normal, nothing is definitely not normal right now. Investing in homes and boats and cars and clothes and jewelry and all of this other kind of stuff, again, that itself is not wrong. But if you haven't taken the time to invest in the one, None of that, when you stand before the Lord, he's not gonna say, I love the home you built, or I love the bank account you had, or I loved, no, 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 no. He's gonna tell you to look behind you. And you're gonna see the people 
You know, if the Lord said that, look behind you. Are there people behind you? That kid, oh, that kid that drove you crazy that lived down the street, but you invited to Sunday school. That man over there, yeah, remember he was the one that yelled at you and, and because he was so upset, but you didn't know the story behind why he was angry and you shared the Lord. That lady there, and oh, this one and that one and this one. Oh, there's those, those people down there. Look, they're way in the back of the line. I remember them. Are there going to be people in heaven behind you on the line who are going to be singing that song? Thank you for giving to the Lord. I'm going to go back to 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. You know, don't give yourself to all the other stuff that's around you. Give yourself to the Lord. Stand firm. And remember, by doing that, you too will have hope for today. Let's end with Hebrews 6.19. Hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. I want to thank you for taking time out of your schedule and joining me today. And I will catch you next week with our coffee. And we will chat same time, same place. And let's see what God lays on our heart for next week. Thanks for coming over today.